Hello, hello, welcome to season eight of Space to Learn. I'm Lucy, I'm your host, and I'm a 20 year old university student in the UK. This podcast is all about confidence, mindfulness, and creativity, which are three key components for making inspired choices about how you want to live your best life. So tune in every Wednesday and join the podcast fam at Space to Learn Podcast on Instagram. Thank you so much for being here and enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're doing well. Welcome to episode two of series eight. I hope that you enjoyed last week's episode. If you haven't listened to it, then I had a lovely chat, to be honest. I really enjoyed recording last week's episode and I feel like maybe people could tell because I had a lot of nice comments about it and people saying that they enjoyed it and that was helpful. So yeah, that was a lot of fun. I spoke about the idea of could I be happier and a bit of a like balanced argument as to whether that's a good mindset to have. So yeah, that was last week's episode and this week I'm going to be talking all about trying new things and getting outside of our comfort zones, which is something I've definitely spoken a lot about before in the podcast, but I wanted to take a more of a scientific research-based approach in this episode and speak about some of the things that I've been doing recently that have been pretty out of my comfort zone and things that I still want to do, which are still terrifying to me. So that's the plan for today's episode. As I'm recording this, it's a Monday evening and I'm very happy because it's 6pm and it's still light outside. It honestly makes me so happy when it doesn't get dark at like 5pm or even earlier. And yeah, it's it's basically still broad daylight and it's 6pm and it's great. The clocks went back on Saturday, I think. Yeah, Saturday evening. So yeah, here for the, the summer energy now. Very, very excited about it. Um, Okay, I'm going to start with my weekly favourites. I have quite a few this week. I've been... I don't know why. I just have a lot of cool things that I've been enjoying, um, like media-wise and that sort of thing. So yeah, I'm going to share. The first one that I wanted to talk about was the Netflix series One of Us is Lying. I loved this. I read the book, it wasn't this Christmas, like the Christmas before. And like it is a teen, young adult novel. It's a romance. It's a murder mystery is pretty like generic but it really had me gripped when I was reading the book and so firstly I'd recommend that but then the Netflix series kind of like an adaptation of it and I think they did it really well I think it's acted really well and I like the character progressions in it so yeah I've watched all of that series now <laughs> which I would definitely recommend if you like that sort of thing it's pretty light-hearted like well I say light-hearted is a murder mystery but you know what I mean it's easy to watch and kind of quite entertaining. So yeah, that would be my first favourite. The second one is Meg Hughes' YouTube channel. I've recently discovered her videos and they're the most relaxing, therapeutic, fun videos to watch. She's a film student and she lives in Ireland. And she has the like loveliest house ever. I, I think she's living at her family home and it's just gorgeous like honestly half the reason I'm watching these videos is because of the aesthetics and yeah it's just a a lovely video to put on like before I go to sleep or just kind of in the background but like with a cup of tea that sort of thing it's it's really cool and she she just seems like the loveliest person um so yeah I've been enjoying those and they've been kind of inspiring me to create more video content so I've made a few little videos that I've put up on the Instagram over the last few days which has been good fun um been enjoying the sun as well that's my next one that I want to talk about the other day I was walking to the library 
and I was going to meet my friend for a coffee anyway at like, lunchtime um, and I just decided you know what this is the loveliest day I'm going to go there already and I'm going to sit outside and do some work outside in the sun and I did and it was amazing <laughs> I definitely couldn't do it every day because I feel like I'm more prone to distraction but still I was pretty productive in those few hours and was enjoying the sun it was nice like background noise I was sat at Portland Coffee for those of you who know Nottingham and it kind of overlooks the lake and you've got all the trees and the Portland building and stuff which is like the old nice aesthetic building um yeah it was a lovely morning and then I had a really nice time chatting to my friend Nicole um so that was good I enjoyed that a lot and that evening I then went out with my friend Rosie who has been on the podcast before and you probably have heard me talking about her um Rosie and I have been friends since we were literally babies probably two years old and we went to the same primary school and now we're at the same uni and it's it's great and I think so we went out for dinner and the favorite is the restaurant that we went to which is a restaurant in Nottingham called Sexy Mama Loves Spaghetti and it's an independent restaurant it's owned by or I don't know about owned by but they've got this Italian chef and they have a rotational menu and all of the meals there's like four different choices and they kind of bring out new ones whenever they have like whatever ingredients in which I think is really cool and I like that premise and I just yeah I had a lovely time and I really appreciate Rosie as a friend because she's probably the only person in my life who's always known me and always been my friend and like I just appreciate that so much and I think it's pretty rare that you have a friendship that's still so strong even though we do our own thing and we have space and it's not kind of the sort of friendship where you need to be like constantly updating each other because we just we don't really need that it's it's a different kind of friendship I think um but yeah it's lovely and it's always nice having a having a catch up and discussing things going on in our lives she's hilarious so yeah I really enjoyed that and I would definitely recommend Sexy Mama Love Spaghetti great restaurant we'll be going back okay my next favorite is that on was it sunday yeah sunday i put up some fairy lights in the garden i'm having a party for my 21st in a couple of weeks now less than two weeks which is really exciting i've invited friends from uni friends from home corfball physics like it's gonna be a, a collision of all of the different people in my life which is kind of a little bit scary i am a bit nervous about it to be honest hopefully everyone gets on but yeah it should be a really fun night and as long as everything goes to plan like it it should be good fun so I'm hopefully doing it in the garden as long as it doesn't rain um because our uni house has got like a decent sized garden which is nice um so I've put up some little fairy lights which Dana and Pops kindly gave to me and it looks really cool I'm really happy with it and it's made me excited for the party now so that should be good um and then last night me and Freya watched The Parent Trap which is the last thing that I wanted to mention I have never watched The Parent Trap before which is probably surprising to anyone who is a Disney fan <laughs> um, I loved it I loved that film so much it was a really nice chill Sunday evening film to watch and yeah it was just nice like we, me and Freya have both been quite busy recently and so making that effort to actually kind of sit down together and spend a bit of time has been nice um and I'm just very aware that like my friends are leaving quite a few of my friends are leaving and graduating uni and leaving Nottingham next year which is yeah really sad um so Freya will be gone Rosie will be gone but 
you know, they'll still come back and I'll still be friends, so it's fine. But yeah, it's kind of a weird thing, like, coming to the end of uni. I mean, I'm still here another year, but just remembering that people are going to be doing different things next year and everyone's going to be in different places is is weird to think about, but just going to make the most of of now, I guess, which is all you can do. So yeah, that's my weekly favourites. I hope you enjoyed that little section and I'm going to go into the main section of the episode now. So yeah, stay tuned for a little bit of a chat on comfort zones and trying new things. And if you want to stay up to date on the podcast and see some of the kind of behind the scenes and uh, sometimes I ask for your input on question polls and things like that. So you can go and follow the Instagram at space to learn podcast. I've been, yeah, I've been creating quite a bit of content on there recently and it's, it's cool. It's good fun. Um, all right, I'll get into the main section now. So as I've said, I want to talk about comfort zones and trying new things because again and again this is something that I keep coming back to and it's continually scary and it's continually something that I have to remind myself is important I have to really like push myself to do new things but I think there's so much value in it I think when I become stagnant and when I don't actually try anything new that's when I kind of lose motivation and I don't feel very inspired and you kind of get stuck in a rut so for me it's just something that I really like to keep pushing myself to do is to try new things and explore and I think it's not only a good way to build confidence but a good way to work out what you enjoy and what you don't like work out who you are essentially which I'm a big fan of I think when we know ourselves really well we can then make the best choices for us and live our best lives basically I think for most people um, this might be a generalization but there's a lot of emphasis at the start of the year when it's new year's to come up with a bunch of new things that you're going to try to kind of reinvent yourself and be this new version of yourself and i did an episode around new year's on this idea of being like a completely different version of yourself versus making small improvements and trying to consistently work on on small habits um and the reason that i think this is important is because so there's some research by Strava and they used over 800 million user logged activities and if you're not familiar Strava is an app where you can track your exercise and track your fitness so you can record when you've been for a run or a cycle or a walk etc and using their 800 million activities they showed that most people are likely to give up on their resolutions of doing more exercise by the 19th of January which is pretty bad to be honest that's not even three weeks after new year's and people have already given up so we're now the 28th of march as i'm recording this when it goes out it will be basically the end of march so three months after new year's and i just think this is a good time to talk about it to talk about trying new things and pushing yourself a bit more because this is like not the narrative at this point in the year for some reason we only ever talk about this sort of thing when it's a fresh start when we've got a new a whole new year ahead of us and like all the time in the world to make differences and to make changes but I don't know I just think it it you can make changes any time in the year and if there's something you want to do you don't have to wait for 2023 like that's ridiculous um maybe it is a little bit of motivation seeing as we've got spring coming up um or I guess we're already into spring now um 
and yeah the the brighter brighter days the longer days a bit more sunshine is definitely motivating me so hopefully maybe maybe it is a good time to start something new but still the point stands most people give up on their new year's resolutions by the 19th of january according to strava which like you know it's it's inevitable but i think talking about the science behind trying something new might be a a different angle and something that can motivate you and help you better understand why it's important to try new things so with that in mind i'm gonna share some research that i found just from google like i'm not an expert i have just googled this um but it is kind of valid research and i'll leave all the sources below so this first thing that i'm going to mention comes from the alzheimer's association and they say that research shows that keeping your brain active increases its vitality doing new things in new ways appears to help retain brain cells and connections it may even produce new brain cells in essence breaking out of your routine can help your brain stay healthy and so i then did a bit more research because i was like wow that's pretty cool um and essentially in your brain we have two main types of matter we have white matter and gray matter and the thing that is important when we're learning new things is the white matter white matter is tissue in the brain which is composed of nerve fibers and it's covered it's kind of like nerve cells covered in myelin and myelin is white which is why it's called white matter so this myelin speeds up the signals between different cells and is essentially like the connections between different areas of your brain um, it enables the brain to to send and receive messages and so it's often used as a measure of brain function and how quickly we can kind of absorb or retain information and how well our connections are working in our brain um, and research has also shown that white matter loss or damage is linked to the onset of dementia and other kind of neurological diseases and so yeah there's kind of a connection there between decreased brain function and diseases like dementia and reduced white matter in your brains and so there's been a lot of research into how we can retain white matter obviously because dementia is such a horrible illness and such a horrible thing to witness like if if there's ways to to optimize white matter and to reduce people's risk then that's definitely like a positive and there's so many charities doing that kind of research um so yeah some researchers found that when adults learned new skills the amount of white matter in their brains increased which is great news like that's kind of a bit of a prevention mechanism and is going to protect you a little bit um and the same was true like it didn't matter what skill it was the same was true for an adult learning to read or learning a new language as it was uh, learning to juggle so it doesn't it doesn't matter what the new skill is it can it can be anything as long as it's kind of making your brain work in different ways and and testing your abilities so additionally they said that they found white matter increased relative to the number of hours that professional musicians practice practiced their instruments blimey that was a really hard sentence to say professional musicians practiced their instruments okay um so yeah so it's also not necessarily about learning new things but developing abilities and constantly testing yourself and pushing your abilities um and then finally white matter functioning was also improved by the practice of meditation and the difference was observed and the difference was observed in as little as two to four weeks which is pretty impressive like two to four weeks of consistent meditation every day and 
you can observe a difference in white matter in the brain. And I remember this was also something that was mentioned in the book, The Awakened Brain, which I loved when I read that. I read that a couple of months ago and it was amazing. So I would really recommend that book. So yeah, hopefully this has kind of shown that optimizing for white matter through trying new things and developing our existing skills is a really positive thing for preventing diseases down the line. It's also just beneficial for cognitive function. If you're a young person, you might be thinking, well, I'm not exactly at risk of getting dementia right now. Why do I need to worry about this? Well, yeah, fair enough. But like having increased white matter in your brain is beneficial for so many more reasons, which I'm not gonna go into all of them now, but essentially it kind of optimizes the efficiency of information transfer and processing, which is, yeah, pretty important for cognition. So at this point you might be thinking, okay, great, like this sounds brilliant. I'm just gonna optimize my white matter. I'm gonna try new things, like all good, all great. But then you actually get around to thinking, okay, so what am I gonna do to to kind of strengthen my cognitive ability? Like what am I gonna do that is that is something new? And then you start realizing, okay, this is actually really scary. And this is where I think knowing about something and like understanding the science obviously that was a very basic kind of level science but you know what i mean understanding something is very different to then actually feeling some kind of emotional compulsion to act and to feeling inspired to make changes in your life like that's a very different thing and so when it comes to actually getting out of your comfort zone and trying that new thing it's just like very likely to be very overwhelming and scary and more often than not we probably won't do it and that's a real shame because getting out of your comfort zone is the way to try new things and it in itself there's so much science around how getting out of your comfort zone is a really really positive thing to do so I'm going to go into that now and like I said at the start I've spoken about comfort zones many times on the podcast before I've I think like one of the very first episodes that I did was about comfort zones and I've just mentioned it a lot of times but I've never actually defined what it means and I think that might be useful to do. So I again looked up an article online, essentially I'm just googling things so that you don't have to google them and trying to compile it into one resource uh, but yeah so comfort zone is deemed a state of relative comfort that was necessary to create a steady level of performance. However, to maximize performance, we need to reach a level of optimal anxiety where your stress levels are slightly higher than normal. Too much anxiety will lead to a drop in performance since we're too stressed by all of the expectations. But having no anxiety at all, basically being in this state of relative comfort in your comfort zone is it's a space that is not gonna help you learn. And further research showed that stability shuts down our brain's learning centers essentially if we're comfortable and we feel safe and secure our brain is not trying to work out what is going on in the situation our brain is just chilling it's in relaxed mode it's not actually learning any new information and so like this makes sense right once you've figured out the best way to behave in a certain situation it's pointless your brain like using up energy trying to figure out how to behave because you've already worked that out in the past like same with I don't know if you want to make a cup of tea like your brain's already worked this out years and years ago you don't need to be 
constantly working out how to do it again and that makes sense like we don't want to be doing that all the time but if we want to continually learn and improve and that can be in a wide variety of things like professionally or personally uh, in relationships or just kind of out of curiosity like learning about different things there's there's like a strong argument for saying that you need to put yourself out of your comfort zone in order to be able to learn and that just makes a lot of sense to me and like a little catchphrase which is proper cheesy that I had for the podcast for a while that I had like on the Instagram was space to learn begins outside your comfort zone and like that is kind of where the name of the podcast comes from is that if you are if you want to learn and you want to create a bit of a space like a safe environment to learn that needs to be outside of your comfort zone not massively like you don't have to go and climb Mount Everest doesn't necessarily mean you have to do the most scary thing ever but just pushing yourself and increasing that area where you are comfortable in what you're doing is like infinitely valuable in my opinion and so this can look like and so instead of climbing Kilimanjaro or climbing Mount Everest or you know doing something ridiculous ridiculously scary like I don't know a bungee jump which might not be scary to you because that might be in your comfort zone but then on the same token talking to a stranger might be completely out of your comfort zone like it can be very different for everyone which is why it's important to to do it so that you understand yourself and know where your limitations are and where you want to push yourself more but things might include just doing but essentially it doesn't have to be the most out there scary thing you can think of it can just be doing everything everyday things a little bit differently like switching up your workout routine doing it at night time instead of the morning or volunteering yourself for something you've never done before and like learning from that experience or maybe if you're normally someone who makes really quick snap decisions take a long time making that decision and really think about it and dive into it and work out and just like take a really long time making that decision or if you normally are the sort of person to mull over things for ages and ages I'm probably more in this camp and to spend ages making decisions try making a decision in a really short space of time like a snap decision um like that might be scary to you Uh, yeah depends what's normal but essentially it doesn't have to look like the most scary thing ever it can really just be as simple as switching up your routine and trying new things so yeah I think and another like little point which is kind of along the same lines but slightly different that I picked out from this article was perhaps the most important insight from our study is that the function of the brain as well as the nature of learning is not fixed but adapts according to the stability of the environment when you enter a more novel and volatile environment this might enhance the tendency for the brain to absorb more information and yeah I think this is really true like we tend to think oh I'm just kind of I'm really bad at learning this or this is never going to go in but maybe it's the environment and maybe you just need to optimize the environment for what works best for you and what is pushing you to learn because if you are in such a relaxed state you're not going to be learning any new information because your brain is just not in absorption mode it's not ready to learn anything it's like i remember at school when you're in a classroom where the teacher's really laid back and they're really like you know that they're never going to ask you a question you're kind of you're listening but you're not kind of fully listening if you know what i mean whereas if you're in a class where the teacher can can literally point at you and 
ask you something at any given point, you're going to pay attention. <laughs> like if they're prone to to asking people questions, then you, you're kind of ready for that. And therefore you're in this state of, like it shouldn't be scary, but this small level of anxiety where you are, your brain is ready to receive information basically. Um, a few more ideas that I came up with for little things you can do to push yourself is talking to someone you might disagree with, uh, starting a new project, changing your routine and traveling somewhere new. So hopefully you're now sold that it's really important and valuable to us to try new things and that often involves being outside of our comfort zone. So I've spoken a lot about the science and now I want to kind of share a bit more of the emotional side and speak a little bit more to your heart rather than your head. So we're going to play a little game. We're going to play Truth or Dare. You've probably heard of it before. It's not a new game. This one will be a little bit different because obviously you're not in the room with me so I can't actually ask you the question. So I'm going to give you both and you can choose or you can do both which is probably the ideal thing. So the truth is what's one thing you've always wanted to do that you're too scared to do and why are you too scared to do it? Maybe you could journal on this or just have a think as you're listening. Maybe it's fear of failure, maybe it's fear of judgment from other people. Maybe you're scared to make mistakes or to get things wrong. Maybe you're scared of putting yourself out there and maybe it's the fact that you're scared to kind of be who you really are. You're scared to to show your true self because that can feel so scary and so vulnerable. Like, trust me, I really get that. Um, But yeah, what's one thing you've always wanted to do that you're too scared to do currently? And just because you're too scared to do it now doesn't mean that you can't be in the future. Like doing little things to get yourself towards it maybe one day in the future you'll be able to do it like that's so cool and equally maybe you are ready to do it now and you just are holding yourself back because of those fears but i really want to encourage you to to act on that truth and this is a game for truth or dare so you have to do one of them (laughs) i mean obviously you're not legally forced but you know it is part of the game so that's the truth and the dare is that i dare you to take one step towards doing something that scares you or trying something new or something that gets out gets you outside of your comfort zone it can be a tiny step it can be sending an email to someone to just inquire or ask a question about the society or the the job or whatever it is that you want to do maybe it's looking up the class timetable maybe you want to like get into exercising more and you want to try some new classes at the gym just just looking up the class timetable and seeing if anything fits in that can be your first step you don't even have to book anything but like maybe that will spark further action once you once you see something maybe it's following someone on instagram who really inspires you and who is doing a similar thing to the thing that you want to do um or maybe it's writing down a list of reasons why this thing is something that excites you and that interests you and really kind of delving into those feelings about what it is about it that makes you want to do it so hopefully you guys will get involved with this little game of truth or dare and i really encourage you to do it like not for me just for yourself because confidence is a muscle and even if you fail at whatever it is you want to try you will gain confidence and realize that actually the worst case scenario like i'm pretty sure that won't come true so 
like you'll be fine basically whatever it is even if you fail you'll probably learn something from that experience and more likely than not you won't fail you'll be amazing and therefore you'll gain confidence doing that thing and you'll expand your comfort zone a little bit more and yeah everyone wins it's a win-win situation and something else that I've realized recently is that you can't convince yourself something by just telling yourself it you have to actually show yourself that you can do it or that you're enough or that it's something that you're actually capable of doing and like your brain our brains work on evidence and often like this whole thing of like you have to see it to believe it well if you have to see it to believe it then then do it and show yourself that you are capable of doing it and I think rather than the typical narrative that is first I need to be confident and then I can do that thing it's more useful to flip it on its head and think well if I do that thing then I will gain confidence and kind of you have to create evidence by your actions in order to get the feelings of being confident and yeah that's been a useful like reframing of confidence recently for me so yeah I hope that you've enjoyed this episode ultimately I think we all just want to feel good in ourselves and to like the people that we are and to enjoy what we're doing so I think this is a great way to do that just by pushing yourself a little bit more and putting yourself out there recently right so story time to finish (laughs) um last week I signed up for this photography job and I kind of so I'm part of the photography society at uni and I'd signed up for this paid job and the brief was just animal photography this company's bringing some animals into Coates building and we're going to do like a little mental health uh, well-being event where students can meet the animals and have a nice time it's like great sign me up I'd love to do that that sounds amazing in my head mental health and well-being like the first kind of animals that I think of are like puppies and kittens and rabbits and you know the cute ones so then I I google the company and the company's called Oreo and Friends and the first animal that comes up the first like picture is a photo of Oreo who is not a dog he's a raccoon it's like okay I've already signed up for this but this is going to be a lot more interesting than I think so I'm like kind of preparing myself for maybe guinea pigs and raccoons and they had like an arctic fox on their website so it's like that would be pretty cool so yeah that was all fine and then I turn up and within two minutes of me getting there what do they bring out but a huge tarantula and I was so scared like if you don't know me I am terrified of spiders spiders have been my phobia since I was like I don't know four and I have got better in recent years I genuinely have got a lot better but I'm still scared of spiders don't get me wrong and so the first thing that they do when I've arrived in this tiny little room with these crates of like god knows what animals are inside those crates and the first one that they bring out is a tarantula I was like oh my god right so I didn't freak out which was pretty like good going for me to be honest and I had to take photos of people holding this tarantula and this guy was kind of egging me on he was like oh hold it hold it I'm like no (laughs) this is enough so that's kind of an example of like if I would have pushed myself too hard and held the spider even like touched it like I, I don't think I could have done that but like that was enough that pushed me enough being in the room being in the same room as a tarantula like honestly it was hard and then they also brought out like these huge snakes probably I don't know 15 centimeters 
in diameter maybe more than that you're probably more like 20 like they were huge and scorpions and hairless rats and like this woman had a skunk that was actually her pet and I was like (laughs) what have I signed up for but you know what I actually really enjoyed it and once I'd put the tarantula back in the box like I relaxed and it was really fun and like I got some cool photos of people with snakes around their necks and it was a very random Wednesday afternoon but you know it did boost my confidence a little bit and it was good fun ultimately like it was unexpected but it was good fun um so yeah that was that was my little random Wednesday afternoon last week but yeah okay um I'm gonna do that three word check-in that I did last week because I think it was a really nice way to finish the episode and I would encourage you to have a little check-in with yourself as well just to just to see how you're feeling because often we like race through the day and we never stop and actually think about how we're feeling right now so I'm gonna give three adjectives my first one would be my first one I think is relaxed I feel pretty relaxed right now um I think happy the the sun and it's still being light is giving me so much happiness recently and I know it is kind of also in the back of my mind that this is climate change and it's scary and it's not the normal weather for March but also it is just giving me a lot of energy having the sun out and it's making me more inspired and energized so yeah I think happy like I'm just staring out my window and there's all the trees which are starting to get their little buds on them and it's lovely and it's now quarter to seven and it's still light can we just yeah amazing (laughs) uh my final word um i guess stressed like i'm not stressed but it is a low level stress at this point in time there's a lot of things going on there's a lot of deadlines and i'm very aware that in uh how many weeks is it i think we worked out it was like seven weeks the other day so maybe more like six and a half now um until exams start which is really really not fun and that seems like a long time i know but also there's so much content to get through and like it's a little bit stressful because i know that i'm gonna have to work really hard and exam season is just a lot so that's kind of like a low level underlying stress that is keeps cropping up and making me feel a little bit overwhelmed but you know i'm choosing to just to to just have the mindset that it will be okay and that I'll figure it out and everything will be fine because if I don't then I just get more stressed (laughs) so yeah that's a little insight into my mind and I would encourage you to to do that little three word check in um just see how you're feeling anyway this has probably been a bit of a longer episode but I hope you've enjoyed and I hope you're having a lovely day a lovely week but yeah lots of love and go follow the instagram if you want to stay up to date at space to learn podcast i'll be back again next wednesday for another episode of space to learn bye